The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Jim. What's going on, Chris? We're back. We survived. We survived a trek. Ooh. Oh. A oh. long trek. We did, yes. Um, I mean, if you I think about we it, there. right? If you think about the idea of a road trip, the idea of... You know, you, a friend, a couple of friends, however many, piling into the car bringing what you need for a, a few days and then driving hours and hours. And the way we did country roads, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Especially on the way out. Yeah. Um, see, and I like, see, I love taking the scenic route yes. more than the fucking highway. I'm I down. Did it, I did it when I was on the West coast. I just, said, I don't care how much, lo- how much hills. it adds. I don't care. The, the only thing that I might, that, that matters is distance just because of gas right now. But even that, I'm still like, eh, fuck it, dude. Yeah, I'm at a point now where it's like, if we die tomorrow, who cares what gas was? Yeah. Like, we need the experience. We need yeah. to understand and feel some of the things that we haven't before. But you do that, right? You take a trip. You go out there. We're on country roads. Like, literally, well, we went, on, we went almost. Just, did you just say you don't care about the gas? You just want the experience? Yeah. Then let's take this show on the road, Chris. Let's do it. Come into a town near you, Shadow People. Hey, Listen. That's not a joke. We could probably pull that off here in the very near future. That might be a cool idea, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there was a point when we were driving, and I remember thinking to myself, it feels like it's been like two hours now, yeah. and it's just been us. I haven't seen a car in front of me. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen dude. one behind me. I haven't seen one past me. Mm-hmm. This is just the quiet country roads, which leads you to Leatherface's house, basically Yeah, in the movies, right? But, like, yeah, we survived, man. We, uh, no, it was, it was a good time. It was a it good was weekend. Fun. We took a trip to a, uh, uh, there, what's it called? Something tourism, dark tourism. I don't know if this would necessarily be on the dark tourism list, but, I mean, I can kind it's of one see of them. it. Centralia is one of them, dude. Yeah. And we're going back. We'll go back. We, we went through, so we were on our way out to New Jersey for a project we're working on, and on the way, we stopped at... Uh, the infamous Centralia, Pennsylvania, the town that's considered a ghost town. And when you hear ghost town, like in my mind, I'm thinking like, like I could see empty streets and houses that are abandoned Buildings and boarded up. And, and yes, that's dude. not what we got. No. Um, but it's, it's, it's an abandoned town except for like five people. La- five people. And that was like the census in like 2019. Yeah. So I don't something even know like that. who's left. And the idea though is that it's abandoned because, um, there's a coal mine under the town that's been burning since the 60s. Yeah. It's still burning. Like, it's not not burning, but it's creating specific fumes and gases that can be dangerous um, mm-hmm. and, and deadly. So they had to move out the town. And we had always, for, at least for me, I'd heard about it as being this ghost town, this thing that was empty. Um, I'd seen pictures online of, like, the highway, and in my mind, this was the highway that went to it, and then it just stopped, and it was kind of broken up, and it was yes, all graffitied. Dude. 
Yes. So when we're driving, right, we're taking country roads. And if you take country roads or highways, you know you're going like, what, 60? And then as you start to approach towns or, or villages, it'll tell you, look, you got to drop down to 35. You're about to go through a tiny town, and then mm-hmm. you can go fast again, right? Yep. And so that's what happens. Like, it wasn't like, take this exit, and it's going to bring <laughs> you to a dead end that would have been Centralia. It was, this is going through Centralia. And it kept going. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> Why didn't the road break up? But what I did notice is on the sides of the road, on both sides, is the forests, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the, the brush, the everything that's getting overgrown. But you, you do notice there are streets that branch off the main road you're on. Yep. Random roads. Which would, in, if this was normal town, those would turn into little streets where you'd probably see some houses. Houses, buildings. But it was all overgrown. Yep. And yeah. we you went know, through and we were like, wait, that was Centralia? Let's turn around. Yeah, we had to go back. And we did. We tried some of the little side streets in that you can only go so far before it's just really impassable by vehicle. Um, we'll have to go out and we'll have to just make sure we spend the day in the woods. Dude, so that's the idea, right? Like we went, we decided, okay, let's try to do something here. So we went on some of those roads and we stopped as far as we could go. We got out and we kind of walked around a little bit. But all you're really getting was some blacktop that was mm-hmm. heavily graffitied, overgrown like uh, vegetation, and that's overgrown it. Overgrown sidewalks. I didn't see any empty houses except for the burnt out one that was super like uh, Tucked graffitied. Back in the woods. Well, that's what I'm saying. Remember, we had to get out of the car and go down that path. So yeah. if we spend more time out in the woods, we'll find that highway because it's I know about where it is. We just didn't go. I didn't go back far. Okay. Because okay. I didn't want to go back that far. But are we going to see buildings? Is it legit? Like we, how I see in my mind, we like a might, because like I've a neighborhood of of houses that nobody's not like just that. In? It'll probably be a house here and a house there because I've seen pictures of people where they've gone into like houses and buildings. See, I didn't. I didn't look too far into it because I knew about Centralia. I'd seen a few pictures. I didn't want to get into like YouTube videos because I wanted to be like, I want to go and explore and, and see it fresh. I don't want to go expecting well, to. Now see might something. be a good idea to get into those because then you'll know what to expect next time and where to go to find. Yeah. These well, now we did look at some of that and we saw what we were dealing with, mm-hmm. and that's the idea. We're going to be going back at, with the idea w- with the intention of exploring the place, like legit should- exploring it. And there was a cemetery there with the sign oh. that says off limits. We should have just said fuck it and went in anyway. Jump the fucking thing, right? It's and the cops cemetery. Co- and first of all, cops aren't going to see you because it's so far tucked out back. Like nobody's going to see you unless they're there. doing rounds. But... And if they are, it's like, yo, my grandfather's back here, right? Not even. And when they're like, oh yeah, who's your grandfather? You go Smith. <laughs> because come on, tell me there's not a Smith in every graveyard, um, bro. But even so, it's a fucking cemetery, dude. Yeah. And I, and I get it because they probably don't want people going in there causing trouble. But if that's the case, if we're not there causing trouble, they'll probably just kick you out and tell you to go. Exactly. I'm not saying go out there and do it and try it. Do not hold me liable. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah. Anybody, anybody any listeners uh, who live near Centralia and have uh, any different uh, input um, and have had different experiences, yeah. maybe maybe some supernatural experiences, let tell us know, us man. Up. Drop us a line. Yeah. That'd be cool to hear. Or anybody who's maybe passed through there and visited too. Yeah. But that's what we did. That was our weekend. And then we had to fill our week up to now with watching the film we're talking about today. Well, I watched it before we went, but. Oh. Well, I've seen it a trillion times. I say a trillion. That's a little little overboard. It's a little overboard. I've seen it maybe 50 times in my life. 50 trillion times. (laughs) Uh, 1985, we're going into a vampire film. Mm -hmm. Um,. You hate werewolf, werewolf films. 
Yes. Well, I don't want to say hate because you've you've started coming around with specific ones. You can appreciate them better. Yes. Yes. Uh, but vampire films are different. And for me, vampire films have always been kind of like a meh. Like, I'll enjoy them. It's not something. They're not my favorite. I don't go out of my way to be like, oh, sweet. Right? Another vampire. Whatever. Um, it's basically like vanilla ice cream to me. Okay. Meh, I'll have yeah, it. I agree. No worries. I agree. As for as much of a fan as I was as a kid, and I mean a kid, really? bro. You love vampires, Growing up yeah? playing Castlevania on the Sega Genesis, when I probably should yeah. not have been playing that game, <laughs> um, I am surprised I'm not a bigger fan of vampire stories. But um, they uh, vampire stories and movies and werewolf stories and movies goes hand in hand with me. However, I'm more they do feel like like, like to, partnership style movies, right? Well, and I like the lore behind vampires more than werewolves, just because vampires with Transylvania and the castles and all that kind of thing. It it kind of it's it's more romanticized for me. Yeah. So I like it more. But again, they're not movies that I typically type, try to seek out. Well, but a new this, Dracula movie. Okay, okay, dude. How many times are we going to milk this? Right. <laughs> you know? But this one's fun. This was a different kind of take on a vampire movie in yes. terms of, at least at the time, right? 1985, we're talking about Fright Night. What would you do if you accidentally discovered the house next door was occupied by something not human? Something horrifying. Something unspeakably evil. No one believes you. Mom, I didn't have a nightmare. Not your mom. They did kill a girl over there. Not your girlfriend. Charlie, is this some sort of a trick to get me back? Not even the police. Look, I know it's crazy. I know that, but look, Lieutenant! It knows that you know. You'll do anything to protect yourself. But it will do anything to protect its secret. This could be the night of your life. You step out of the theater. It's your first time watching it. What are you thinking? Well, this was fun. Yeah. Yeah, a lot it's of a, fun, It's dude. a fun movie. It really yes. is. Uh, if you go back to it, you look at it with uh, um, a more critical eye, the way we do it now, I'm going to find things, right? But overall, this has always been one of those fun vampire movies yes, to me. Yes. For me, as long as I've seen it. Loved it. See, I that. only saw this... What the last two years or so was the first time I saw this? Oh, movie. really? Yeah, I'd never okay. seen it. And one night I was like, I think it might have been where we were just starting to talk about this. Okay. Um, and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna put it on and watch it. So I put it on and watched it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was and the first time I saw it. That was your thinking, like, oh, I like this. This, yeah, is, this fun. was fun. This was cool. This wasn't like your classical style. This was this was a classic vampire story. Yeah. Put in 1985. Right. Exactly so at the time it was, it was modern for them. Yes. Yes. Uh, and the fun that I, I the thing I like about it is it's got all of these different elements that 
make it fun for me. So first, mm-hmm. there's one of my favorite Hitchcock films of all time is Rear Window. Mm, it okay. really is. I love that film. I think it's it's a brilliant film. I think it's ingenious to be able to film the way you do in one location and then yeah. looking out. Like, we're not going anywhere else. The entire film takes place inside the apartment and mm. looking out a window, right? See, I've never seen Rear Window, so. Oh, my God. I know, okay. dude. <laughs> I know what we're doing. I know what we're doing. We're doing a Hitchcock inter- interlude. Interition, yeah. Um, no, so so it takes that kind of element, this kind of thing of spying or watching your neighbors next door or mm-hmm. watching things happening, right? Burbs, another great example. The Burbs, yeah, yeah, yeah. love that because yeah. who's this neighbor? Who is this or, person that we're um, watching, right? Uh, 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 what's it called? Disturbia, Shia yes. LaBeouf. Well, that was actually an homage to Rear Window. Yes. Um, but it's that idea, right? So I, I, I already like that. Um, I also like the fact that it's, it's the idea that this is the reason this is called Fright Night is that oh my God, this is yes, a dude. late night horror show called Fright Night. And I, and I've said it before on this show, I've said it on many shows I'm on. Um, I grew up loving the creature feature shows in Florida. We used to have a guy called Dr. Paul Bearer. Mm, mm-hmm. You've told me, uh, WTOG 44. On Saturdays or Sundays or both, I can't remember, would have in the afternoon creature features, and he would come out and do his little like gimmicky shticks between you know the the film, introduce the film, then you'd watch it for a bit. Uh-huh. There'd be a break right before the commercial where he'd be like, "Oh well, wasn't that scary?" and this and this and this and this, and then he'd go to commercial and he'd come back and be like, "Hey, welcome back," and we're right back into the film. And I love that. I absolutely love it. There's, I, I mean. This film hits that fucking nostalgia button for me hard <laughs> when that piece of it plays in, right? See, the I, idea because it's a big piece of this film. I missed all that. I would, did not have the luxury oh. of the Saturday afternoon creature features. Man, it was so was, good. Was when you're like a little like eight, nine, ten year old kid. Oh yeah, dude, dude I just kind of watching that. Oh my god. So it has that, right? It also has the idea that these are <laughs> supposed to be kids, right? Like she was twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah, dude. what's her name? He was like uh, twenty four. But these are kids, right? So again, you kind of tie into that feel of, mm-hmm. of what it's like to be that teenager where you're going through certain things in your life where you already everybody feel like... Everybody can relate to that. Dude. Yes, you already yes. feel like your parents don't understand you, mm-hmm. that your your parents don't listen to you. And now there's something as dangerous as a fucking vampire next door and your parents don't listen to you. Yes. Adults think you're stupid, right? Like there's that thing too. There's so much about this film with all of those kind of... Um, th- those ingredients that mm-hmm. for me makes this one of those films that I'm just like every time I watch it I'm just like this is awesome. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree 100. percent This is definitely a a genre movie like it fits into that sub niche of in in, in horror, niche or niche however the fuck you yeah. say it in in horror right Niche-y. of that um yeah of of what this is real life. Uh, coming in contact with something you can't explain and is super deadly and dangerous, uh, but also being real and sending it in the modern. Yeah, I feel I feel um, Nightmare on Elm Street fits into this because it's basically the same thing, just not as horrific and with a different type of boogeyman. What I also like about these movies, especially this one, and a lot of vampires do this, is there's a sexuality involved. Ooh. But in this well, one, in this one, the big thing about this though, because sex. And sexuality and kind of that that you when you're younger, right? There's this this idea that once I have sex, oh my god, right? Like this yeah. is the thing, the next thing to achieve. And it's very prevalent in this film. Oh yeah, dude. 
with the teenagers, but not just the teenagers. Then you see it even with the vampire. And yeah, she was 27, but in film, in story, she, this is a high school girl that mm-hmm. this man is doing these things with. So it's a very sexually charged film. And it's one of these kinds of things that when you look at it, the way it's it's kind of portrayed, it's not just sex. It's not just that kind of idea of maybe eroticism, but it's more along the lines of that transition, right? Like we're in a moment of going mm-hmm. from innocence and Naive. youth and yeah, naivete to having to deal with something that brings us to that forces the, our characters or forces us as viewers to kind of grow up. You have to yeah. fucking grow up right yeah. now. And whether it's going from I lived in a world where vampires weren't real and now they are, right? Well, see, if you or think about to that. Have, not having sex to having sex and that change. There's something that's forcing them to let's grow up now. It's time to grow up. And, and well, it's, it's funny you mention that because typically two people in that situation of their age, that is their growing up. Yeah. Right? 100%. That was going to be their growing up. Right. But that was completely derailed, and it came a different way. Yeah. So it's a different form of growing up in right. a different type of way. Which is why I like this film. This has so much going. They for would, it. they were, they they will not be the same people for the rest of their lives that they would have been had it just been that versus this. Right. Going uh, going back to what you're saying about how it's such a sexually charged movie. Yeah. That's the vampire theme, though. Yeah, of course. That's the, the vampire idea behind theme. that. It's, how sexual you know, and erotic is it? The fact that yes. they're putting the mouth on the neck. Yes. Right? Like, that's well, in the very... Way, in, the, in the way an artwork throughout throughout centuries portrayed the female vampires. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They were always, they like, do that with werewolves, bro, right? Like they were... Frankenstein. He's not a, he's not a good-looking dude. Yeah. No, you're right. 100% you're right, you right? Know? However, from the beginning mm-hmm. to when I watched this most recently... There still is a part of this movie that I'm just not a fan of. And what would that be? Can you guess? I can't. Evil Ed. Really? Okay. We'll get into it. <laughs> but God damn it. I can't Evil stand Ed, that character. Dude. I can't stand the actor, the way he plays it. I can't well, stand Hey, Brewster. <laughs> what is he, the fucking Riddler <laughs> from 1966 Batman TV show, bro? Cut him a break. This was his third film, I dude. don't care, bro. That was some bad choices as an actor. <laughs> But you know why I say it's not popular? Because people love that character. Oh, my this God, I know. Cult, a cult classic, first of all, right? And that character is one that so many people who love this film love. And you know what? I'm probably going to get hate mail for it. I'm probably going to get death threats. But I've never been a fan from the first time I saw it. And even to now, as an adult, watching it and looking at it with a critiquing eye, it's just something that doesn't make sense. It makes zero sense for this kind of... That being to be this way it just doesn't make I have, sense. I have a lot of issues with the character and, and his decisions throughout the movie and why he was making certain decisions. But I like the character. You wouldn't. Ugh. It wouldn't be the same movie without him. It would not be the same film without him. You're right. You have to have him. Yes. Doesn't make me like him, but you have to have him. <laughs> and you have to have him the exact way that this guy played the character. It's kind of like you wouldn't have like the Greatest Generation if you didn't have Hitler, right? So you kind of have to have him. You don't like him. That's me. I don't like them, but history is what history is, dude. Um, no, let's get into this movie, dude. So the idea behind this story is that there's this kid, right, mm-hmm. that lives in this home and... White fucking blue-collar 80s suburbia. Yep, Ronald suburbia. Reagan's trickle-down economics. Single mother. Huge fan of horror. Yes. 
And the reason we know this is because the way the movie opens, and I love this, right, mm-hmm. is that full moon, the clouds, the, and you hear talking. And it sounds like, it, what it sounds like, if you're not really paying attention to the actual words, yes. is it sounds like a guy and a girl on a date or something, and it sounds like she's trying to get him to come over here and, and let's make out. Yeah. And he's just like, oh my God, look how beautiful your lips are, and all this stuff, right? <laughs> But then what you realize what it is is as as the camera kind of pans in from the and moon it's all and into one the town, long shot which is fucking love, great love dude. reminds me of Burbs again yes. Burbs opens from space goes straight into the town yep. all the way down to the house I love it so we go it we the, this whole camera tracking thing all the way until we realize what we go into this bedroom and we see it's a TV show and it's not just a TV show it's Dracula mm-hmm and it's legit Dracula with with uh, Mina and um, what's his name Dracula's killer I can't remember his name now off the top Van of my Helsing head. Van Helsing right and that's what we're looking at here so all that stuff that we heard initially which you sounds like almost like this this kind of sexually charged date going on with a guy and girl is really this vampire movie <laughs> for this TV show this fright night late night horror kind of TV show and this kid uh, Charlie is making out with his girlfriend Amy. Not on the bed. They're on the floor next to the bed because you cannot let your mom hear any of the squeaking or any of that shit. Right away, I'm just like, I remember that. (laughs) I fucking remember that. (laughs) I remember that shit, dude. I remember sneaking my girlfriend into the house at night when everybody went to bed and us on the floor because the bed would make noise. Dang, dude. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, No, I had a very sheltered childhood. (laughs) (laughs) That's me at 16. Um, Anyway, so that's what's happening. They're making out. Here's the weird thing, right? Like, the Fright Night show is going on, and your girl is just like, Charlie, don't you want to watch the show? He's on. (laughs) And they're literally in the middle of this thing. He's like, nah, I want to get in. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, because she she doesn't want... She knows that's where it's leading, and she doesn't yeah, want to get into that. So exactly. she's trying to get him turned away. And we see it, right? He keeps trying mm-hmm. to reach up under her blouse. She's like, no, 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 Charlie. no. Pushing him away. Stop, stop, stop. It's funny because my gets, cat's name is Charlie. <laughs> and he gets pissed at her. He's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, all, all you ever keep telling me is no. You keep leading me on. It's always no, 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 right? And that's the other thing about this movie is this movie is the 80s. This is oh, what it yeah. was. Like, legit... It's a different time. When guys were wanting what they wanted, they legit berated these girls to be like, what the fuck? Like, you're leading me on. Stop doing this, mm-hmm. right? And so she's just like, fine, let's do this. She jumps in the bed. She starts getting naked. Mm-hmm. And he starts to do it, but his something catches his eye outside the window. And as he looks, he's watching his neighbors carry a coffin into the basement. Into the basement of the house next door. The yeah. house that was for sale. Mm-hmm. And he's watching it. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so he starts telling her. He's like, yo, you need to see this. And she's like, Charlie, come on over here. I got something for you. And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't think you understand what I'm telling you. They're carrying There's a some, fucking coffin. Some nefarious shit going on. And she's like, what the fuck, dude? Do you want this or not? And he's like, no, do you not understand? And she's just like, fuck you then. She gets dressed and she's pissed. She goes downstairs and he's like, wait, 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 wait. He chases well, her and, down. And I can't blame her. He bullied her into, into that point and now she's like, okay, and now yeah. he doesn't want it? Come on. You can't blame her, dude. I can't blame her. No. So they go downstairs. They start to argue a little and mom's down there and that's where we know single mom now, yep. right? And she says, you know, hey, you kids fighting, don't fight, blah, you blah, blah. You guys having a lover spat. Yeah. And, and, you know, she's like, you know what, I'm going to go home and He's like, yeah, 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 okay. But he's he's like still watching out the window. Yeah, he's dude. just his his mind's take, and she gets pissed. Nice. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you! I'm out of here. 
done. She's out. And um, mom says to him something about the guy next door. Somebody new is in. I hope he's nice. He seems like he's good looking and blah, blah, blah. From there, we go to school the next day because that's when we get introduced to your homeboy, Evil Ed. They're coming out of their trig class. <sighs> yep. I can't deal with this kid, dude. What is it about him that you don't like? What is with the ridiculous giggling all the time? What's the point to that? Like, what is that? That's just I don't know anybody person. ever in my entire You've life. You've never met an annoying ever. Ass person. I've met annoying people. I've never met anybody that's just giggling and laughing at nothing. He's just laughing and giggling. When he the talks about time. the people getting killed but not having their heads. The entire <laughs> time, though, the whole movie, all he ever does is giggle and laugh and like look at. And if he's supposed to be Charlie's friend, he's like, "You're a piece of shit, Charlie." Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's his attitude to him the whole time. Again, I said I got certain things that are wrong with him. One of them being, yes, that's how he looks at Charlie. But Charlie kind of looks at him the same way, dude. But it's weird, isn't it? It's a, a weird relationship. Weird. It's that's very just, weird. Yeah, and I would prefer. I would have preferred if they were just normal friends with each other and he would have just been maybe this weird kooky kid that was into like he knew how to kill vampires and shit but here's the thing he was, Charlie's fro- he was such frog a fan- brother number three brother okay keep going i'll come back to this comment dude when it's we just get there. The, the, but the point is is yeah he jumps in right and he's all giving him a hassle and then he notices that charlie's girlfriend's giving him a cold shoulder right and, he, yeah, well, and she bumps into him but that's dude. the point to this is we're introduced to evil ed to see the relationship between these two guys and just mm-hmm. how annoying he is, right? Mm-hmm. What's next? What's next? Yeah, where do we go from school? Um, oh, uh, he comes home from school. He's getting home. He pulls into the driveway, and we see his, his uh, Corvette. Not a Corvette. Is it a Corvette? That's, That's being repaired. That's right. So, yeah, school's done, right? And this fucking woman gets out of the taxi cab. Yes. Okay? And she's all dolled up and looking looking pretty good, pretty fine. That's legit an escort. Oh, that's dude. an escort if i ever saw one. Oh yeah and she comes For out sure. going like oh are you so-and-so and he's like no that's he's the like, next house no over. but i fucking wish <laughs> right and she's like oh okay and she turns around and starts walking away and you're just like <laughs> jaw drop i feel like that cartoon wolf right it, it, that when they saw the like the girl that they liked the jaw, oh, the jaw drops hits to the, floor. The, the, the tongue just kind of rolls out the eyes oh, shoot out. yeah you know what i mean <laughs> That's what's happening right Basically, here. Basically, yeah. And he's looking at her like, holy crap. Um, um, wait, so that's before when... that, before this, though, we saw something that he noticed on TV, right? When he was... So let's rewind real quick. When, okay. he, was, when he was with his mom, there was a news report about oh, a dead body dead being body found, was found yes. behind, behind the train tracks or some yes, shit. Yes, 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 yes. So there was something happening here on the news. And now we get introduced to this girl. The next uh, afternoon. Uh, early evening, right. yes. Because what ends up coming into play is... Well, Charlie's mom had thought maybe this guy was gay, but then he says, no, nah, I don't think he's gay, Mom. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he's definitely not gay. He's getting a little... But then that night, he's ma. upstairs doing his homework, uh, or yep. you no, know, he's going to bed or something like that, one of those two things, and he hears this loud scream, a woman Screams, screaming, dude. dude. Yep. And then it's gone. Nothing else. The next day, he meets up with Amy. Yep, meets at her at the, the diner. diner. And they're um, talking, and she's just like, you know, I'm it's sorry. Fault. It's oh my god! Again, I'm glad we're getting over this. First of all, I dude, I, I saw this. I'm like, whoa! Thing, I was like, this is wow, some old dude. school toxic writing, bro. Yes, it is. Because immediately it was like you make her the problem. <laughs> when really he was a dick, dude. He was forcing yes. her, forcing her, made her feel bad. She's like, let mm-hmm. me get naked for you, and then he's like, I'm gonna ignore you. And now she's like, I'm sorry. That's my fault. What do you mean it's your fault? Are you crazy? 
And so he's like, you know, no, no, I get it. I, you yeah. know, I love you. They're basically they're trying to make up. And even he was like, it's my fault. Yeah. Even he was shocked that yeah. she said that. He's like, no, I'm gonna try to make up with you. And she starts to talk to him a little bit more. But then he he hears something. There's a TV going on at the diner, mm-hmm. and it's a news report talking about a woman that came up missing or was found dead. I don't remember which one it is. She was found dead. Yes. And uh, he looks up, and the picture is the lady he saw on the sidewalk in front of his house going mm-hmm. next door. And that's when Evil Ed comes up and starts laughing. That and they so were all found with no heads, dude. So he stands up, though, and he just starts walking away from oh, his yeah. girl. And she's just like, she's are you listening? Again. What the fuck, bro? Are you listening to me? Mm-hmm. And I feel for her. I and, get it. And when she makes decisions, she makes later. I don't blame her. I'll we'll blame get her. back to that. We'll get I'll back to that. Her. We will get back to that. But he sees that and he's like, oh my God, there is some fucked up shit happening. I need to watch this dude next door. Yeah. He goes home. After the diner, he gets home and he starts snooping around the house uh, because yeah. he's trying to get in the basement now, right? That's right. It's one of those old school basements that's where you got right. the, the hatch from outside. And that's when we find out that this guy has a live in. His familiar friend. It's a familiar in the in the vampire world. This is the familiar. Mm-hmm. This is somebody that's somewhat human. Mm-hmm. Uh, a vampire can choose to provide a certain amount of um, otherworldly, you know, essence, whatever you need to not be completely human, mm-hmm. right? But you're the person that takes care of the vampire that makes sure during the day hours nobody tries to kill him, fucks with him, nothing. Takes you're the, the one house, taking care whatever of whatever you need to do. Yes. And we meet this guy. Billy and he's Cole. just like, what do you want, brother? He's like, what's up, dude? What's going on, dude? What do you need? Because he saw him earlier. Yeah. He saw him painting the little things. Yeah, the, he was the painting. Windows. He was yeah. painting. I saw him when he was painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's like, uh, what's, what's going on? He's like, how you Can doing? Can I help you? What's up? He's like, oh, no, 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 nothing. Never mind. I'm, he runs uh, off. Peace out. Boom. Runs. So then that night, he wakes up. Yeah. And he looks out his window. Yep. Uh, uh, Charlie does, and, and he sees across in the window, he sees the, the new owner of the house. Yep. With, with a, a woman. A woman friend. And he's taking off her blouse, and her bosoms are on full display. Yes. And he pulls out those magna- th- those binoculars. As any teenage boy would. In your life, mm-hmm. have you ever, ever happened across a window where you were blessed with such a vision? I have not. Uh, excuse me for the way of phrases, but I have not ever been that blessed. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because, I mean, when you're a kid, that's yeah. what it feels like. Oh, right? my God. I know, dude. Once well, ever in my entire life has really? that ever really happened. You told me that once, yeah. It wasn't like sex or anything, but legit, it was just she was getting changed in front of the window and didn't care, I guess, because it was like legit. It was like, wow, like, do you not realize? I have a bad habit of doing this, too. Yeah, you're giving, you're giving people. So there are people just out walk there around that are feeling ass bl- naked with the windows wide open. Dude. There are people <laughs> out there feeling blessed right about now. Yeah, um, no, they're like, oh, God, I wish I could scrub my eyeballs. So he sees this and he's just like, oh, Fuck yeah. Like as a teenage boy, he's like, this is everything I've ever dreamed in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Let me keep watching. This is this is this is what we know as porn nowadays, but before the internet. Oh yeah. This is this is pre Pornhub, bro. (laughs) He uh pre live camming. He sees it, right? Uh dudes behind her, and then he sees her him open his mouth and he's got fangs. Yeah. And he's like, What the fuck? And then he goes to bite or stops. And is like, hold on, I should close these shades. Well, no, he looks up and sees Charlie watching. Yeah. He notices him watching. So he reaches over so he to the over, shades. goes over, shut the shades. With his seven-inch fucking fingers. Jesus. And Charlie's just like fucking falling out of his chair backwards. Like, holy yeah. shit. I live next to a vampire. 
That confirms it. And boom, that's what kicks this off. Now he lives next to a vampire, and he's freaked out. Runs downstairs, trying to tell his mom. His mom's like, oh, you're, what's the matter with you? What, what's, what's wrong with you, right? Um, I'm not going to go beat for beat because it's it's a little too in Oh, depth, yeah, yeah. No, but basically, good. he does. He tries to tell Evil Ed. Evil Ed's laughing at him like he's an mom. idiot. His mom doesn't believe him. Tells Amy. Amy thinks he's an idiot. Yep, and then they go, well, and then he goes to the only person that he thinks he can trust and who will believe him. Right. Peter Vincent, which, by the way, I love the, the actor. name, dude. <laughs> so Roddy McDowell plays this actor who uh, is, is a vampire hunter on his TV show Fright Night. Mm-hmm. And so, again, being a kid, right, because you have to remember, this is a kid. This is not an adult. This is a kid that's going to see this and think, He's got to know something, right? Like, I know he's TV, but he's got to know something. So let me go to, to him and talk to him. Well, I mean, and, and Charlie's just freaking out. He has no idea what to do. I mean, that's like basically his last hope. Because he well, even went to the cops already, and the cops didn't yeah. do anything. I was going to say that. Him. Let's say this real quick. First, he goes to the cops. Yeah. And he's just like, yo, you guys need to, he's killed somebody. And so the cops come to the house with him, mm-hmm. and the familiar answers the door. And he's like, no. Come on in. You're happy to come in. And he's like, yeah, Charlie here says he saw so-and-so. He's like, what? No, come on now. Yeah, he also saw this and that. And then Charlie just can't help it. He says something about vampire, and that's when the cop's like, what the fuck? Are you really wasting my time with this shit right now? Yeah. All right, I'm done. And he's out. So that's gone. Mom's gone. Ed doesn't believe him. He's just laughing at him with his weird hysteric, like his little hysterical laugh. Amy thinks he's crazy and also doesn't love, love her. So he's like... Watching Fright Night, and there's an episode. Whatever's going on, there's this scene where where um, what's his name? Peter Vincent. Peter Vincent talks <laughs> about name, talks about the idea that there are people out there that don't believe vampires are real, and like that's ridiculous. Like how real vampires mm-hmm. are, and so he's like, this guy does know, so I need to talk to him. Yep. So he hangs out at the studio, and Peter Vincent's done recording for the evening, and he's coming out. He's like, hey, 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 hey. Um, I need to talk to you. Do you mind if I talk to you kind of a thing? And he's like, yeah, sure. You want me to sign something? Or he's like, no, I don't want autographs. I, I need you to help me. <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, uh, I live next door to a vampire. I know vampires are real. And he's like, oh, yeah, they are, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And all he's this like, time, he's carrying out his boxes because he just got canned. Yeah, and he's like, no, 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 you don't understand. I need your help. And then he realizes, like, oh, fuck, you really think vampires are real? Yeah. All right, kid, I will talk to you later. Peace out. <laughs> And, yeah, he doesn't give him the time of day. He's out of nope. there. I mean, can you blame him? No. And um, Charlie's upset. Yeah, Ends up going Charlie. home. We cut to a scene where I think he's upstairs. He's doing something in his room, and his mom starts calling him. Charlie, why don't you come down here? Come on down. Why don't you do uh... Oh, because he went. Well, this was when after he went to um, Evil Ed asking for what he needs to do, which I do want to mention this. If Charlie loves Fright Night and he loves Peter Vincent as much as he does, he should have known all this. Right. But that's one of the things uh, Evil Ed tells him is that nobody can come into your... A vampire cannot come into your home unless the rightful owner invites them in. Cut to... So his mom calls him down and guess who? I want you to meet our next door neighbor. Boom. It's him. Jerry. And he's like, thanks for having... You know, your mom invited me in, so now I feel free to come anytime I want. And I'll be stopping by quite a bit. (laughs) With your mom's approval, he says. But he knows what he's saying. Yeah. Because he knows Charlie knows what's up. And there's there's this kind of moment of like, oh my god, right? This dude's in my well, house. Well, yeah, don't he forget, can kill me. Don't forget at this point, Charlie's also seen him turn from a bat to a human, so yes. he he knows for sure. Yes, he's like, no, we need to kill this guy. We need to do something about this, and so he's he's convinced. All yes. I got to do yeah. is put a fucking stake through this guy's heart while he's sleeping during the day, and I'll be okay. Yeah. I'm gonna kill this guy. And Amy and Evil Ed are both like, 
Wait, hold on a second. Well, yeah, because they thrilled? come to see him, and his room is, dude. Yeah. Ducked out in candles. He's carving a spike, dude. They're like, wait, you being serious? You're going to kill somebody? He's like, yeah, he's a vampire. And so, like, in real life, when you look at it from their perspective, their friend went crazy. Yeah. And they got to do whatever they can to make sure it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Which, they probably could have done more. Could have oh, told yeah. his mom. Could have told lo- the local Police, authorities. Psychiatric people, hospital, yep. whoever, right? But then we don't have a movie. But instead, they go to Vincent Price. Yeah, Peter <laughs> <the> Vincent. <actor. laughs> Peter Peter Vincent. Yes, but it's it's a play on that idea, right? Yeah, well, that's who they originally wanted for the role. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, my God. That would have been so fucking Getting dope. to the point where his health He's was so starting to older, decline. Yeah. yeah, dude, so um, couldn't do it. So, yeah, they go to him, and they're like, look, our friend's fucking crazy. You know him because he came to you about real vampires. And Peter Vincent's like, yeah, I'm not going to do anything here. It's like, no, no, no. We need you to help us, uh, you know, convince him that it's not a vampire because he's going to kill this guy. He's like, all right, let's uh, let's call the guy. Let's tell him we're in on this. So Mm -hmm. Peter Vincent calls the guy next door and says, look, your neighbor Charlie thinks you're a vampire. He's like, oh, is that really? Is that it? Huh? It's like, yeah. So uh, we're going to come over and try to convince him that you're not sure what do you want to do uh what do you think about us bringing in crosses right like we're gonna bring in a crucifix and dude's like oh yeah that's not gonna work for me today no why not oh i'm super i'm super religious and for me that's just blasphemy all right all right no worries how about uh you know what let's make you drink holy water he's like oh i can't do that either no 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 no. it's not real holy water we're gonna tell him it is it's just tap water he's like sure about that yeah, 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 yeah. We promise. We promise. It's like, all right, I'll do it. Which, I mean, for a vampire that was a leap who, of faith, dude. For real, right? So they're like, Charlie, guess what? We got Peter Vincent to help us. So what did we learn from this movie? <laughs> that if we ever need to test somebody, we tell them it's not really holy water. We're gonna, it's fake. We're just trying but to convince somebody. But give them the holy actually water just the holy in case water. so that we can stop that shit if it was real. Because if they're not a vampire, it's it? not going to exactly. hurt anything. Why wouldn't they try it anyway, right? That was my thinking too, dude. But because they thought their friend was crazy. Like, they weren't even going to bother to go get it blessed, right? So um, they're like, Charlie, we're doing this. And Charlie's like, fuck, yeah, finally everybody's believing me, right? And it was so quick that he was just, like, on board. Like, first of all, it was, like, this idea of, I already talked to you, Peter Vincent, and told you everything, and you laughed at me and walked away, and now you're on board. And not only that, when you come along, it's like you're meeting me for the first time. He's like, oh, you must be Charlie. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, oh, yeah, okay, sure, we didn't meet earlier. Um, but they do, they go to the guy's house and they're like, here, um, our friend here thinks you're a vampire. We want to make sure that you're not, why don't you have a sip of this stuff? And the vampire takes it and there is hesitation. Mm-hmm. He does this kind of like, should I really do this? I don't know. Okay. I guess I'm going to do this. Drinks it. Nothing happens. <sighs> See, Charlie? For him. He's not a vampire. And Charlie's like, wait, that doesn't make sense. I'm telling you, I, saw, I know what I saw, but that doesn't make sense. And they're trying to shoo him out. And as they're trying to shoo him out. Peter Vincent's off to the side and he's like gathering his things and he's got this little compact with a mirror and he opens up and he's trying to like brush his face off or whatever he's doing. But as he's doing that, he looks behind him and he sees everybody there talking and he sees Charlie and he sees Amy, he sees Evil Ed and he sees the familiar, Billy, but, he, does but not, he doesn't see Jerry. Doesn't see Jerry, the vampire. And now it sinks in. He's like, holy fuck, is this for real? And he looks again and sure enough, he's not there. And it's so shocking that he legit drops it. And shatters the glass. And everybody looks at him immediately. Like, what's going on over there? Yeah. Sorry, so sorry, sorry. I just dropped my thing. Um, you know what, guys? And, and the vampire is kind of suspicious. He's like, you sure you're good? No, this is a huge change in his demeanor, dude. Sure you're good? 
You sure though, buddy? You gotta be an idiot not to pick that up. Yeah, no, no, I'm good, good, good. Grabs his stuff and they all head out. He gathers everybody and pushes them out the door. And inside the familiar, the vampire talk for a little bit, and the vampire notices the shard of glass on the ground. Mm-hmm. And he picks it up and realizes this motherfucker knows I'm a vampire. Meanwhile, outside, he's like, he's a fucking vampire, goddammit. Why didn't you tell me this was a real vampire? I can't do this shit. Peace out, motherfuckers. He takes and off, he's dude. gone. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm just an actor, okay? I'm not a real fucking vampire hunter. What's wrong with you kids? Don't you realize what TV is? Like, that's the whole... That's not what's said, but that's the, the idea here, right? And he's out. He's not doing this shit. And they're like, you cannot abandon us. What are you talking about? We need you. He's like, no. Yeah. Ain't happening. So then they start walking Amy home. Yep, they're walking Amy home, and Evil Ed's like, let's walk down this... This, this uh, dark, spooky alleyway. <laughs> He's being an asshole, dude. <laughs> this will be funny. <laughs> oh, God, stop already. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, I'm going to go do it. And then you hear this scream, and Amy and, and Charlie stop, and they're like, is he okay? They run in, and he's laying on the side, and he's like, crying. He's holding his neck, and he's freaking out. And Charlie's like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And then all of a sudden, he's like, <laughs> "You're a fucking idiot. Vampires aren't real, Charlie." And Charlie's pissed at him. He's like, "You know what? Go fuck yourself." And he and Amy leave. And Ed's like, "Whatever. You're an idiot." Starts walking down the 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 alley, and he gets Enter what's coming to Jerry. Him. Jerry's there. Jerry, following him. You know what I think of when I hear the name Jerry? Springer. No. Jerry. Jerry. Rick and Morty. Jerry. <laughs> I think it's Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller. Ah, ben Stiller's okay. dad. Okay. <laughs> Fucking king of queens. Oh, dude. What am I gonna do here? <laughs> no, that kind of shit. Um, yeah, he gets hunted down by the vampire. The vampire gets him. We hear another scream. Cut to Charlie and Amy, and they realize it's him. And they're like, "Ah, he's fucking around again. Let's keep going." Yeah. But now they see the vampires chasing him. And they're like, shit, we got to go. He's yep. after us. So they're running. They, they end up making their way to a club. And they're kind of trying to hide out in the club. And, and Charlie finds a phone. And he's trying to call for help. Who is he calling? Is he calling Peter Vincent? Who is he calling? Oh, I don't remember who he's calling. I think he was calling Peter Vincent. Yeah. He's calling him saying, Listen, we really need your help. And uh, the vampire's there. And he's watching them. And Amy catches his eye across the way. And boom, done. Yep. Now we have the vampire thing where they, they mesmerize the woman, right? Yep. And he draws her in, and she walks through the crowd, yes. and they so start... That's why when you said earlier, yeah, some of the decisions she makes later on, is this like what you're talking about? Yes. Where she decides it's to easier it? for her to submit to that than okay. fight it. If you look at it that way, yes. yes. I thought you meant because she just was... willingly went. I was like, well, no, no, no. She no. Was... It was easier to kind of let go because there's still a part of her, right, well, as, he a, as a female. he found the weakness, and he exploited it. Right, there's still a part of her having the same kind of hormones in her in her teenage years in the story that she does still kind of want to have some sort of physical happening right mm-hmm. and charlie's been fucking neglecting her now like for days neglecting her and she keeps throwing herself at him so now there's this very handsome man that's giving her this eye and now it's easier for her to go you know what okay and now she submits mm-hmm. and she's in she falls under his gaze. They dance for a minute. They're kissing. It becomes kind of sexual. Charlie sees it. He's trying to get her to stop, and he takes her. Yep. Vampire takes her. He's like, all right, she's mine. Peace out. Come get her. And so... Oh, you know what it was? Was I think he was trying to call Peter Vincent, because all the while this yeah. is going on, Peter's Evil Ed... Packing up. Oh, yeah. Peter's packing up, and uh-huh. Evil Ed shows up at his place, and he's a vampire now. Yep. Well, not completely. 
He's what they call, I forgot what it's called, but like when the vampire doesn't transform somebody completely, they become this. They become this thing that becomes also this kind of hellhound thing oh, or whatever I was it is. wondering why he turned into a wolf. I guess that makes sense. I just don't know enough about vampire lore. It's something with that, dude. There's you something know? about that piece of it. But because that's what it doesn't we get. make sense to me because I always thought the vampires and the lichens and the werewolves were always fighting each other. So why would... I mean, I guess it's a hellhound, but why yeah. would they want any sort of canine as a vampire around them at all? So he's got, a, he's, got, he's got to deal with him, and he's just like, um, holy fuck, this is, like, this is way too real for me. Yeah. Again, this is an actor from a late-night horror show. It's like us being horror podcasters and then having thrown this... into a real-life horror yes, situation. Dude. Right? Like, what the fuck, bro? We're not ready for this. We're over here having a fire, and somebody it. starts getting murdered Jesus. in your Airbnb next door, dude. We just talk about this shit. But not just straight-up murdered, like, fucking, like, but 48 like hours uh, later uh, uh, murder. We're talking Leatherface. We're talking Jason. Oh, We're talking yeah, actual dude. horror movie murders. Okay? Um, we peep in the window, and they're wearing somebody else's face. Dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so now that we're very aware of this, um, that's not where he kills him, though, right? He kills him a little later. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this happens. He kind of fights fight, him off. And he puts the cross on his head and burns, burns the cross him, into his head. He's hurting, and he ends up... Takes off. Takes off. Now Charlie's got to go find Amy. Where's she at, right? I got, we need her help. Well, from there... That's when Charlie goes because he couldn't get Peter Vincent on the phone. Right. He goes to Peter Vincent's right apartment. Right to his house, exactly. Um, and then grabs Peter Vincent. They head out to... He's like, I need you, I need you. And he's yeah. like, all right, fine, I'll they come head out help to the you. House. I'll come do it. To Jerry's house. And they get to the house, and they go start looking for Amy. And they start going up the stairs, and they're confronted by the familiar. Well, they're confronted by... Uh, no, uh, Jerry first. Were they? And then the familiar comes in. Oh, that's right. Picks that's up, right. He picks because up. Because the uh, Jerry shows up and he tries to do the crucifix and he's like, <laughs> you stupid bastard. You have to believe, believe in, in this shit. And Peter work. Vincent doesn't. So yeah. he's just like, oh, fuck. And then here comes Everything Charlie. Everything Evil Ed told him earlier. Charlie pulls around with his own crucifix going, oh, I believe you, motherfucker. I know you're a vampire and I know this hurts you. And he's done. Now Jerry's like, oh, God damn it. He starts pulling back. He's like, I yep. can't do this. And then, boom, Familiar comes in and knocks Charlie out, punches him. Punches him over the railing. And then that's when Peter Vincent takes off. Yes. Goes next door looking he, for uh, uh, Charlie's mom, and Mrs. You th- Brewster. Yeah, you think he's like, oh, shit. He's like, he's, he's chickening out. And he is. He's like, I can't do this. I'm out of here. He's but like, I'll tell your mom before I leave. Yeah, let me find your mom because we need you to, like, we need some help here. So he goes by looking for the mom. She's not there, but. There's a Raggedy Ann looking motherfucker in the bed, dude. Evil Ed. <laughs> what the fuck was up with the hair? Why did Why? he have to do the hair? Because <laughs> mom ain't redhead, dude. bro. I know. Mom ain't a redhead. What was the point of that? I have no idea. Again. <laughs> but funny. It's I funny, it but funny. again, this is the, one of those things that makes it for me be like, I can't, I don't, I'm not a fan of this character, dude. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of people who love it. This is a very kind of like iconic character for character. Yes. yes. And for me, I could do without him completely in this film. Then next year when we do a holiday get together for Give Halloween. Give me Jonah Hill from Super Badass, his best friend in this movie. <laughs> He's like, when, what are you fucking stupid, Charlie? There's no fucking vampires. What the fuck, dude? Like, like somebody like that. Well, you know then it's what I a mean? different type of movie. I know. Again, this is. But I'm dressing up as I'm dressing up as evil for for Halloween this Bro, year. Bro, you should with the fucked up fangs and shit and the fucking and the cross, cross thing, on dude. your thing. Oh, that would be so cool That'd if we cool. could pull that off. Anyway, yeah. So, so they start duking it out. Oh yeah, there's a fight happening. We he's a wolf turns into that hellhound. Yeah, because I was a little confused. I'm like, why is he turning into a wolf, dude? Yeah. But again, that's something that needs to be explained, especially if you're not familiar 
and especially with the familiar. You have to explain it if you're not familiar with, with, with the vampire lore. lore. You don't understand this. Because those understand things what didn't make is. sense to me until you mentioned it. And I said, oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know? So uh, there's a tussle, and somehow Peter Vincent ends up having like the broken end of a banister or something. It's almost like Some a Some sort of wooden stick, right? yeah. And the the... the the wolf leaps at him and he ends up fucking just impaling him mm-hmm. and he falls to the ground over the banister and onto the ground uh, over the balcony and he's laying there and Peter Vincent watches this thing like slowly crawl away and die but transform back into human form and he realizes oh fuck this is the kid and there's this scene of him looking down at him just mm-hmm. with this kind of horror and this kind of like I can't believe this because this is a kid at the end of the day this is still a 16-year-old kid yep. that ended up having what happened to him turn him into this, but it's still a kid who did. And when I saw that scene, I remember just thinking to myself, like, stray, dude. It's very, it's very human. It's very emotional if you really tie to what we're looking at and the impact here, right? Well, yes, The fact yes. this adult killed something that ended up being a child. And look at the reason, and this was the other thing. I well, don't we agree think with the dying. decisions that he made. Why he allowed Jerry to turn him. Yeah. Um, I don't know that he allowed. I think I just think he was caught. I think he got him regardless. I don't think it was allowed. I think it was against Evil Ed's wants. But he embraced it. He embraced this kind of like psychotic. <laughs> well, no, because Jerry looked at him and said, you know, you know, they pick on you. They're mean to you. You can. Yeah, that's you true. Know, so he kind of. There might be that thing of like, yes, here, dude, go ahead. So I understand. Do this. I get why, because you want that I, to stop and you want to be above that and be the bigger man for once. But at the same time, it's like you know that going and doing that by this route is evil. Like your name, Hence bro. the nickname, right? Which um, is weird, too, because they never really say why he calls him evil or anything. I know. I know. Um, so now he's dead. This kid's dead. Yeah. And it is it is legit. If you watch it the right way, it's an emotional moment. It's, it's, it's horrific. It's sad. It's emotional. Yeah. But cut to what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. We got Charlie looking for Amy. Um, he gets over there, right? He finds her. He's face to face with Jerry. Jerry's like, oh, this is what you wanted. Here she is. And he goes to try to save her. Oh, well, we missed a very important scene, a very sexualized scene. Yes, you're right. Jerry turning Amy. Yes, there is a moment where we see this, right? There's this kind of very sexual. It is. It's sexual. It's the release. And it happens. Yep. But uh, when Charlie comes across her, she's she's half vampire now. She's fucked. She's turning. She's got long hair, too. All of a sudden, she's growing hair, like long, right? Like, where'd that come from? I don't know. Vampire women have long hair. What can I say? Um, he gets locked into this room, right? Jerry mm-hmm. locks him in, and he's trying to get out. Peter Vincent gets there. He's like, I'm here to save you. Jerry and his familiar are getting ready to leave. They're like, this kid's, you know, he's fucked. She's going to kill him. We're good to go. Um, Till they hear this banging and all this stuff, and this and this kid's making all this noise, and Peter Vincent's trying to get him out. And Jerry has a feeling. He's like, wait a second. We're not alone. Yeah. That guy's back. And the familiar is like, are you sure? It's like, yeah, we need to go stop him. Mm-hmm. So they get themselves out. They're trying to, you know, save Amy, and they're on their way out, and Jerry goes to stop him. Yep. No, it, Billy. They run into Billy first. Billy first. Yes, Billy's stairs. There. Yep. And he's like, uh, I'm coming for you. You guys aren't going anywhere. And so they pull a gun on him, and yep. they're like, I'll shoot you if you don't move. And he keeps coming. He's like, I swear to God, I'll shoot you. And he keeps coming. And so then Peter Vincent pulls the trigger and legit blasts this dude. Yep. Uh, In the fucking head, no less. And he goes down, tumbles down the stairs. 
And they think and they're, they're about like, to leave. Oh, great, good. Now let's go find and now Jerry. And then Jerry's there, pops in. No, this guy gets up. Or no. does Jerry pop back in before he gets Jerry's up? Jerry's there first, remember? Mm. And so they're like interacting with him. Oh, because he shows him. up behind him. That's yes. right. That's they're right. interacting That's right. with him now. Yep. And it's like this kind of like, okay, you think you're good. I'm going to kill you. And he's just like, <laughs> you guys are idiots. Because behind him, behind them, the familiar's getting up and making his way up the stairs. And they have no clue. Yeah. And they turn around, they see him, and they shoot him a bunch more. Like, like a whole bunch more. Fucked up his eye, too. Did you see that shot? Yeah, dude. Oh, God. What special effect. I thought that was great. That makeup, his eye was fucked up, dude. Hmm. It looked like he got shot in the eye, like, for real. He's not going down, dude. What the fuck is this thing? How many people have you seen get shot in the eye? (laughs) Right? Um, What was it that they hit him with that made him melt away, I think they got him with a spike in the chest. That's what it was. They ended up shoving the chest, the spike into his chest, The chest and the chest spike. He became... He like turned into green ooze uh, and like dismembered into so a fucking awesome. skeleton, dude. How awesome did that Hell look? Hell yeah, dude. It was fucking great. It's better. It's almost better than the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. I see that they probably had a lot of influence from that mm-hmm. when they when w- wait, when was Raiders? 84? 83. No, I think Raiders is 81, dude. That early. I think it was 81. I'm well then sure. yeah, dude, there's definitely influence in that yeah. whole face melting shit. So now He's dead, and now it's 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 Peter Vincent and Charlie. They were running around. I, I don't know how. I don't, can't remember, but they ended up being in a base in the basement, and they're well, confronted they were... by by Amy there. And Amy's confronting Charlie, like, "Hey, don't you want me? Don't you?" And she's attacking him, and they're fighting her off. Then Pete, and then uh, then then Jerry's there, and they're fighting Jerry. And well, he's watching her fight them first for a little bit. He's watching the familiar. He's watching all this happen as a vampire form. Mm-hmm. They end up bringing him in. They're fighting him off. They're starting to do this thing where they're pulling out like the, all the shit that's boarding up windows and, and all this shit. The sun's coming up behind him. Like, well, hang on though. Don't forget they tussled with with Jerry earlier when he was in his bat form. And yeah, what's his face got bit on the arm. They were still upstairs before they went to the basement. Yes, he did get. Charlie bit. gets bit. He does get bit. See, and, and dude, so here's the and thing. And they know Ready? that the only way to convert someone who's been bit by the vampire back to human form is to kill the original vampire that bit him. Yes. Which is their, their plan, their is to kill him so Amy can convert. But now Charlie's bit, so yes. it really is Amy and Charlie in the balance now. Yes, and I remember the first time I saw this. I was watching this movie, and when she turned, I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, how do they get out of this? I'm like, they're going to end up having to kill her, too. Like well, how are they going to get out of this? Original, yeah. But then, then when that was revealed, I'm like, that's ah, that's legit vampire lore too. Yeah. Again, Good I don't stuff. know these things. Well, well, Peter Vin- Peter Vincent does explain. Yes, that. he yes, does yes, tell yes, him yes. like the, the only way to do it is to do this. Right? Yes, and so that's yeah. the point. So up until that point, I was like, how the fuck are they going to do this? Dude? And there's a lot of fighting happening. They're they're fighting each other. They're pulling boards away as sun's coming in but they can't get him like they mm-hmm. keep touching him like sun touches him and burns him and he moves into the shadows and he attacks them and it's just kind of back and forth all the way to this one moment where they do pull the boards away and the sunlight hits him dead square in the chest and pushes him across the room and then he just kind of burns and fucking oh what a scene too oh, he's on fire and he's melting it's in this so fucking good giant bat skeletons screaming yes, at them oh so dude good it is such a sweet looking segment dude charlie saved. none of the sexual stuff in the movie did it for me that did it all <laughs> you're like fucking coming like, all oh. Over the place. like oh i can't gotta change my pants uh this yeah. was that kind of movie but it's uh they saved the day right yeah save the day yep then charlie and amy are in the bedroom making out mm-hmm. and i love this if you listen yep. to the narration on what's going on in the movie 
the Fright Night film of the week, there's something that whatever she's saying is, like a circle, it all comes back around again. Mm-hmm. And legit, we are right where we were when the story started. Yep. Them making out in the bedroom. But they're on the bed this time, aren't they? Yes. I love that, though. If you, had, if you didn't catch it, go no, back I and didn't. listen to yeah, the I end listen to and that. listen to the narration from the TV. Whoever it is, I think it's Mina from whatever's happening, but she says you know, something about f- we've come full circle. We're right back around again or something like that. And I'm just like, we are fucking full circle. This is legit the beginning of the movie. This is the yep. scene at the beginning of the movie. And yeah, they're making out and um, Peter Vincent's show's on. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of like, it, it's me. It ends. It's yeah, ends. you find it's out that Peter Vincent like, got his yeah. job back. He's yep. still on the thing. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Everybody's saved. And then black we look screen. out the window. No, we look out the window. Oh, do we see it? I thought it was black screen when you heard it. No, because we look out the window at the window in Jerry's house that Charlie used to always watch. Yes. And it's pitch black because yes. nobody's in there. Yes. And then all of a sudden we see two red eyes. And then you hear the laugh. Well, you hear the laugh. And the giggle. And he says something. What does he say? He says something. It's the same like, thing he said earlier about Charlie. Who do you, some sort of idiot, Charlie? Like some stupid yeah. quote, whatever it is. But he says it again. And it's like, oh, so Evil Ed didn't die. Yeah. Maybe. Movie. Yep. Again, we sped through a lot of what would happen, you know. And, and No, but and I think we covered it pretty good, dude. Overall, um, dude, I love it. Again, I love everything about mm-hmm. it. Except, I mean, and I, maybe I have to begrudgingly like the Evil Ed piece, but it's like I could do without him, dude. I really could. I Overall, think the more though, you watch this movie, Evil Ed will grow on you. <laughs> I've seen it so much. But you need to watch it's it never. so much more, dude. Um, it is funny, though, because I did look it up. I wanted to see how old What's-Her-Name was, uh, Beers, when she was in this film. Because I'm always interested when we see films like this, where we see an adult man um, taking advantage of a younger girl, right? Like, you, you see this happening, and I always think to myself, how old were they when they filmed this? Because back yeah. then, they didn't have any qualms about It's not like the kids in Stranger that. Things now. You know what I mean? You know because I, mean? I was thinking about this too. I'm but even thinking... then, they didn't have qualms about that shit, dude. You would see what was that movie we just saw with the fourteen-year-old girl, and he, oh. she was fourteen. The oh, call of um, the the wolves, uh, company thing. of wolves. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She was fourteen, dude, with a forty-year-old man. So that's why I wanted to look at it. I was like, "How old is she in this?" And then I saw she was twenty-seven. I'm like, "Wow!" Talk about the nine hundred two one zero syndrome, dude. <laughs> Putting fucking te- twenty-year-olds as teenagers. See, and I get exactly what you're saying. However, in this case, and in the case of a company of wolves, and I don't mean this in any sort of way, but I feel like we need to take into account context. A company of wolves was set in a time period where kids that age were getting married and popping out kids, which is fine. But you get. Actors of the right well, age to yeah, play. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Just yes, like they no, did in I know, Fright Night. I so it made saying. it okay when I watched it in Fright Night because I was yes. like, okay, she's 27. She's yes. not a 16 year old girl right girl. now while yes. this is happening. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yes, I see what you're saying. It's the reality piece where yes. I'm just like, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. No, I get So that's you. the only reason I looked it up and that's the only reason I knew because I was like, whoa, how old is she though? Because this is 85 and Married with Children's only like a couple years right after this. And she mm. plays a grown woman living next door to oh, the Bundy's. But anyway. overall, man, it's fun. It's a yeah, fun no, vampire it's a great movie, movie dude. right? It, like I said, it took it took it took elements of a lot of other films that I loved and kind of combined them into this, and that's why I do really, 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 really love this film. I think it's a, it's one of those iconic '80s cult, you know, classics in terms of of the vampire genre. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not like your typical vampire movie, like no. I said. No, because you know I mean? it was it's rare. We didn't see transformations. We didn't see the bat stuff. We did see a little bit of special effects when he was being fucked with and more vampire came out. Mm-hmm. But overall, 
Very minimal fangs, very minimal biting. I mean, so much of it was minimal. A lot of what we saw in this entire movie was how were how was this kid and his friends reacting to what was next door. It wasn't what was next door that we were watching. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Um, tidbits. Got any? Tidbits. Um, well, before we get into tidbits. Tidbites. Let's any see if tidbites? you remember this. Who's, oh, who's your unsung hero of Fright Night, Chris? Oh, we're doing this now. Our new seg. One of the things we're going to do now, uh, for those listening, because you and I talked about this, um, is we want to watch these movies. And for us, there's always going to be this character where we're like, "Oh my god, dude! Like, how, how come nobody focuses on this character? Who's the unsung hero of the film?" This one's hard because there's only so many characters. I know there's not a lot, and I'm not a fan of Evil Ed. <laughs> Amy is Amy. Because she has to be Amy, and she serves a purpose. Okay, but does the unsung hero have to be a main character? No, not I was at not all. under the impression. No, not at all. It's minor coming all out of the woodwork, dude, out of the blue. Because in my mind, like who else in this movie would be an unsung hero? Mom was pretty decent, but like not enough for me to be like, you need to pay attention to her, appreciate her more. Uh, that is my unsung hero. Is she? Yes. Okay. Because she's just living life, dude. She's just worried about getting laid. And her poor son's getting attacked and stalked right. and almost killed by a vampire, and she knows no different. All she wants to know is who's this good-looking neighbor. She's just looking can to get, I get some booty, some? dude. Yep. Can I get some? Yo, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> her, Give it up to mom, then. Her or my close second is probably the security guard at the nightclub. Because, again, this dude's just doing his fucking bullshit nightly job, dude. The one that got choked? <laughs> yeah. Picked up by his neck, dude? Yeah, oh, those poor God. guys, man. That's amazing. But yeah, so anyway, tidbits. Um, I forgot about casting, that. I got to keep that I already mind mentioned. Next time. Yeah, I know, right? All right. Um, alternate casting, yes. Alternate casting, I already mentioned it. Peter Vincent. They wanted Peter Vincent. Peter oh, Vincent. Vincent Price. They wanted Peter Vincent for Peter Vincent. <laughs> no, they wanted Vincent Price for Peter Vincent. Hello. Obviously, you know where the name Peter Vincent comes from. Vincent Price. Peter Cushing and Vincent Price. Oh, together. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Um, Two iconic, iconic horror actors. From the era, dude. Yep. Um, William Ragsdale, Charlie. He reminds me a lot of Crispin Glover. Really? Why is that? I don't know. Just some of his mannerisms and some of the way he asks, he asks, acts, reminds me of Crispin Glover. I feel Crispin Glover is a little bit more eccentric with the way in those yeah. mannerisms and the way he acts, but he reminds me a lot of Crispin Glover, dude. Charlie, you, so the guy that plays Charlie uh, later on would go on to a TV show that I used to love, but I mm-hmm. think it was only like a one-season show, and it was canceled. It's called gotcha. Herman's Head. Okay. And you had a cast of characters, and they were all his... So do you remember the movie Inside Out, the Disney oh, film? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So this was so a Disney legit live action. This. this is live action with all of these different parts of his personality, and they were actors that played it in his head, interacting with each other on how he should do. So like, you'd see him move through life, right? And now there's a girl he wants to talk to, and then boom, you'd be in his head, and you'd see these characters being like, no, I'm going to go say this. He's like, no, 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 no. You don't want to do that. What if you do? It's awesome. Huh. But when I, I remember when I saw Herman's head um, thinking, hey, that's the what vampire. What year was game. that? Uh, I don't know. It was you after might be this, able to right? See it. Yeah, it's a- definitely after this. Okay. I think it may have been late 80s, early 90s. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to look it up now. Um, but yeah, he reminds me of Crispin Glover. Anyway, speaking of Disney, I heard this was filmed on Disney's back lot. On the back lot? Which is wild to me. The whole film? I-, I don't know about the whole film, but I'm assuming the house part, the exterior wow. house scenes. I mean, it does look kind of like a back. It doesn't look like a legit Yes, but I would have never guessed Disney. No. Not for this. 1991, and it was three seasons. Oh, jeez. Look at that artwork, dude. 
Oh, I've seen that poster. Where have I? S- oh, looking up and researching this. Yeah, that's and those why, are dude. those are the four the four people that were in his head. His four personalities. Charlie's him. He's the main guy. He's Herman. Oh, oh, oh. He's Herman with wow, the people dude. in his heads. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he looks different, right? Really different. But it's him. It is. Oh, wow. <laughs> See it in the eyes. He kind of looks like Tom Hanks there a little bit. A little bit, right? Um, I love, uh, maybe not a tidbit, but I love the title card for the movie. Yes. Oh. Love it. It's the fucking movie to I watch on TV. love how it night, and then you hear the scream, and the, the, the T and the F drop into fangs. Yes, that, dude. Ring. Oh, God. So nice. So nice. Um, so did you notice that Jerry was eating fr- a lot of fruit throughout the movies? Throughout the movie. Which is interesting, because technically... He doesn't need to eat it. The lore is that they don't eat. It depends on what kind of bat DNA you have, I guess. I guess, right. Chris Sarandon, uh, the actor who played Jerry. Husband of Susan Sarandon at the time. Interesting. Or, if you prefer the pronunciation, Susan Sarandon. Sarandon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he thought it would be a good idea uh, that Jerry's bat had a little bit of extra uh, fruit bat blood in dna in that's him. smart though so that's cool when you know that and it, i mean it's kind of reaching so you got to know that but. but but come on think about how cool that is right like he's a like that it's the more fruit bat yeah well tell instead you the dedication the ankle, that he's coming instead of sucking on the ankles of a cow right like yeah. vampire bats oh what do you ever see the movie little vampire yeah oh my god <laughs> from fucking jerry yes, mcguire dude <laughs> Stuart Little, I love yeah, that dude. movie. I, yeah, dude. I don't watch that movie I don't often. I love it, but I've seen but it. But I go back to it because I was a kid when that movie came out, I dude. Know. So I, again, it's not one that I watched often. It's not one I watch often, but I go back to that one every once in a while. But uh, but that did you know the human heart tidbits. holds so many quarts of blood? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing if he was doing that shit. Oh man. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, I love this film. It's gonna always be a fun one for me, and I'm always gonna tell people like, you haven't seen Fright Night. Let me show you. Fright yeah, night. dude, there Let was a movie I this. went and saw. I cannot, for the life of me, remember the name of it. I was at the drive-in, a double feature. The first one was uh, this new movie that had just come out called, uh, I think it was called Ritual. Um, oh, the Ritual's good. Not the Ritual. Oh, okay. Ritual. Not with the Jotun. No. The Jotun, or what um, they call it. Different Ritual. Um, That's a good one, though. We which go was a that. weird movie. But then this was the second movie, and it was it was crap. It was about a kid in a coastal town, and the woman, and it's a woman that lives next door. And I'm like, this is just a rip off of. And I'd never seen Fright Night yet, and I'm like, this is just a rip off of Fright Night, dude. Wait a second, keep going. What's the storyline there? So where she wants she wants to turn this boy into a vampire. Yeah, she lives next door, and he's aware that she's a vampire, and, and he again, brings her groceries or something. I think so. Do you know who that and actor is? Who? Jim Carrey. No, no, this was once a recent bitten? movie. This isn't Once Bitten? No, 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 this was a re- oh. This was like a 2019 movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about Once Bitten. Yeah, dude. You no, know, that's and the vampire. I think, is that in the 80s? Is that Are we going to watch that? Jim Carrey's vampire film? I don't know. Have you ever seen it? No, I didn't even know it existed, dude. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to introduce you to that shit then. Oh, and I love Jim Carrey, dude. So that's how you came across it. Let me ask you something. Your thoughts on the remake? Never saw the remake. I Again... I'm I'm hesitant unless it's a movie that I I've seen the original. I liked the original when the remake came out. I hadn't seen the original, and I still have no I still have no desire no. to go back. Did you know they remade? They did a sequel to the remake as well. Another of the Fright remake? Night two. Yes. No. See, I was. I mean, it was okay. I'll give you that. It was okay. They did a decent Firth, version right? of it. Yes, it was okay. No, Colin, Wait, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Yeah. Let's get those two names. Confused. Um, it was okay. 
it was not anything that I'd be like, oh, they really did a good job. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. It was all right. Not so don't like... bother. Don't bother unless you're just bored one night and like, let me just see what they did. You know what I mean? Well, I'm just looking to put something on in the movie. Something. Netflix and chill. There you go. All right. That's it for this one. That's another one in the can, Chris. Dude, next week is going to be a special episode. Oh. Next week, we're doing something fun. We are coming to you in, in living color. color. Yeah. We're going video. Can um, we put the Technicolor intro at the beginning of each one, though? <laughs> I'll see. I'll, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll see what we can do. But yeah, we're gonna start filming ourselves recording the podcast so that if you want, if you don't want to just listen to us, you can pull us up and take a look at us. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be kind of cool. It's just gonna be us talking. It's not like we're. It's nothing special. Don't, don't look for any kind of special like segments or transitions or nope. It's Jim and I. I am um, sitting at our table. I talking. already don't like the sound of my voice. <laughs> um, we've done some short films together. Yeah. And I have a hard time watching myself in Do those you? films. Do you really? Um, Which one's the hardest for you to watch? Uh, Is it the one we did with what's her name? Um, Jessica Jess Chizik. Because you're ma- you're big time in that one. That's like your starring role in that. Yeah. I, but I do like. I, I'm going to drop that name so I people like can that, find dude. it. I like that. <laughs> it's good a good luck one. finding it. I don't know if you can find it. What's it called, Chris? I can't remember now. Yeah, now I can't now, remember either. I'm, oh, shit. I have I had it, it, though. No, I, I le- have it. I legit just had it on the tip oh, of my oh, tongue, oh. and I lost it. So you called me, honor. and it was like, boom, Oh, gone. without honor. That's one I can't. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> without um, <laughs> Without honor, dude. Uh, I'm in that, too. Jesus. Um, and there's a thing where they say, like, a lot of a lot of actors can't watch their stuff. So I don't know if I'll be able to actually go on YouTube and watch it. I don't mind watching myself. I don't mind listening to myself. It was one of these things I had to kind of get over since I edit all my own shit. You know what I mean? I had to, yeah. I had to get over it. Yeah, so. no, and I get that and I'm getting there. I've gotten a lot better with the sound of my voice since we started doing this. Yeah. Um, but this will be fun. Video is yeah. a, a new frontier for us. We're going to have our YouTube. So uh, look for us on YouTube well, tune in next time to the audio version of the episode to find out, <laughs> uh, so we can so we can hit you up for double uh, listens. You know what they can do is they can legit search on YouTube "Out of the Shadows" episode seventy five. That's what they can search, and yep. they'll it'll pull it up at some okay. point. And that's going to be our next episode. So check us out on YouTube if you'd like. If not, you want to keep listening to us. Find us on all the different streaming services. Make sure you go over and comment and rate us as well on the streaming services because mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. helps get us in more people's Pretty cowabunga holes. if you do, dude. Fucking yeah, it's cowabunga if you do. Follow us on social. Facebook, Instagram, Out of the Shadows Podcast, OOTS Pod. Also Twitter. Um, yeah, just kind of interact. Let us know what's up, man. Like, Just let and us know what you want YouTube. us to do. And again, yes, anybody, any listeners, any listeners live near or have been through and have experiences in Centralia, (gasps) let us know. Yes. Let us know. We'd love to interact in here, man. Because we'll be out again. And if you're in the area, why not do a meetup? Let's have an out of the shadows, shadow people meetup where we all explore Centralia together. Bring your recorders, your cameras, everything. Chris and I all supplied a picnic basket full of sandwiches. Yo, I will. I'll cover. Look, we'll cover... Food, um, but you got to let us know ahead of there. time. Yes, when the plan comes up, when we're heading out, we're going to start putting it together. But if you guys want to do it, I'm all in. I'm all in for getting a shadow people gathering for for that the exploring cool, of Centralia. As long as they're like not real shadow people, well, I don't care if they're real shadow. Oh, people. okay, okay. As long as you're okay with it, dude. Bring me to the underworld. I don't care. The upside down. Yeah, I'm done with this side. Okay. No, I don't know if I want that side. Never mind. Anyway, uh, thanks again for listening. We'll see you guys next week. We're checking out another 
Romero film. What are we watching oh, next week? This ain't a Romero film. It's related. Oh, yeah, you're right. Not a Romero film. We're watching another Romero-inspired film. Which I love. Anyway, we'll get into it then. Return of the Living Dead. I can't wait. Until then, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. I'm Chris. That's Jim. As always, we appreciate you, and we want you to make sure that you are keeping your eye on the shadows.